0: The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the third chapter. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. And Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, No one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. And Nicodemus said to them, How can anyone be born after they have grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. What is born of flashes, is flesh, what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I tell you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. And Nicodemus said to them, how can these things be? And Jesus answered, You are a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know, and we testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that who, who everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. The Gospel of the Lord. Let us pray. Almighty God, we come to you in darkness, and you make us your children. And we leave in the light of your faith. Thank you for that love. Amen. Lucy and Charlie Brown are looking at each other. And Lucy says, discouraged again, huh, Charlie Brown? You know what your whole trouble is, Charlie Brown? the whole trouble with you is that you're Charlie Brown. And Charlie answers, well, what in the world can I do about that? And Lucy says, I don't pretend to be able to give advice. I merely point out the trouble. And if Lucy was talking to us today... She might say, and the trouble with you is your relationship with God, it's been broken by sin, and you can't repair it. I think that's what Lucy would say. We have destroyed our relationship with a loving God. And so Nicodemus comes at night And in the book of John, there's a big play on words between darkness and light. So he comes in darkness, meaning he doesn't know the answer. And Jesus says to him, you must be born from above. What does it mean to be born? In our culture, status and honor are tied very closely most of the time with how much money we have. But in Jesus' day, your birth status was based upon where your father's birth status was. And his father's and the father before him And the father before him. Do you get the picture? Where you were born into a culture, that is where you stayed. And it was a culture of honor. Didn't necessarily mean how much money you had. But it's what birthplace and whose name you bore. So it was... To hear Jesus' words, you must be born again, or you must be born from above, something changes. Something would change in the honor system. You would have new birth and a new position. So that second birth would raise us to a higher level. Of honor. To be born from above means to be raised to the place of God, to become a child of God, like this morning, to become a child of God, to be baptized from above, a new recreation, one sock and all, to a new place. To be called children of God. Normally we don't change in our status. Jesus was able to return to God, to his status. But to be born from above means to be lifted up. To be spirit born, a spirit birth. And Jesus doesn't tell us how it happens. All he says is, it is like the wind. Wind and spirit are the same word in Greek. And so Nicodemus is in the dark, remember? And he does not know what the spirit, what the wind is doing. He doesn't understand spirit believers. But we do. We understand that those people who are children of God come from God's work. Sometimes we have the wrong definition of Christianity We think that Christianity is something that we do, living an obedient moral life, or coming to Jesus, or making a decision to follow Jesus. Those things are what we do. But the origin of our faith comes from God through that Holy Spirit. Through a baptism. So, what does God do through that Holy Spirit? God forgives our sins. That's one thing. The second thing is God gives us a community to live with each other in joy and in faith. And to have a purpose of faith for someone besides ourselves. And the third thing is, God gives us peace and the gift of eternal life. So maybe the dialogue between Nicodemus went like this. Nicodemus, do you want to be born from above? And what are you afraid of? Maybe Nicodemus, who was a leader of the Jews, was afraid of losing control. He liked being in control. He liked knowing who was right and who was a sinner. He liked knowing what it was to eat and what could not be eaten and to whom to associate with. And to know who was unclean. But Jesus says, you must be born from above. And the wind will tell you. Who wants to trust in the wind? The spirit. The wind blows where it wills. born from above and the wind blows. What do we do with that spirit? That Holy Spirit, if it starts working in our church or in our souls, what gets blown out? And what gets blown in to us? If that spirit is working our prejudices and our resentments might be blown away. And in its place, blown into the sanctuary, might be love and hope. Anything can happen when the wind is blowing. Maybe the fog of not knowing what to do or what to believe is blown away. And so the church, we the church, are energized with hope. Do you want to be born from above? And we answer yes. What does that mean? How scary is it? To put our life in the hands of the living God. And that's our story. Because of sin, God has chosen to love us and give us new birth, a birth from above, and we are raised to a level of children of God by grace. By God's gift. We think of the story of the prodigal son. He runs away and he returns, and his father accepts him as though he never left. Born again, born from above. We let that spirit blow. And God's spirit refreshes us and gives us new life. God so loved the world. Even the God-hating world that crucified his son. We are in Lent. We are in a journey. And we pray. We pray that that untamed wind of the spirit blows into our life. that we may have fellowship, that we may dare to believe that God loves the whole world. Did you notice? God didn't ask the world if it wanted to be loved. God went ahead and loved the world so much there was a death on the cross for that love. And because of that, Jesus makes a claim on the world that God loves, all-encompassing, encur- all-surprising, unasked for, undeserved, and it's a love. We can try to run away, but that love won't let us. So what do we do with John 3.16? Do we say that's all of our faith? It's been called the gospel in a nutshell. But it's not enough. What about if we add Micah 6.8? God has told you, O mortal, what is good... And what does God require of you? To do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. Or maybe, (coughs) or maybe, (coughs) or maybe we add Mark 12. The greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and all your strength, and your neighbor as yourself. Amen.